Hi. Hello. Welcome back to your glowing. It is a bright, shiny Monday morning. I love May. It's like spring on crack because you get a taste of summer some days and it's a really looking good. The school year's winding down. I know it's like crazy. We got Mother's Day. <laughs> we got over Mother's Day hump, which like I just feel like there's a lot of excitement building towards it. There's plans and gift buying. I had my Mother's Day sale. We had three family birthdays sprinkled in there. So I am just getting on the other side of it. And now we're doing end of school year type celebration. So Ayla's got three days left of school this week. And then she's done for the summer. Memorial Day. And then everyone's like kicking off. We're in June, baby. We are summertime. We are, (laughs) we're in like summer mode. That's how I feel. And like everyone has the summertime energy. That's what I like about this time of year is like more, we're in more of a better mood. You know, we got a little spring in our step. So if you don't, I hope you do right now as you're listening to this. Here's your little good vibe Monday motivation coming at you. I am shaky right now. Like my arms, I, I was just leaning forward in my chair and, um, my arms are shaking because I have been filming some new workouts, some advanced workouts. These are like, these are for the woman who is ready for more. Like she is feeling herself. She wants something that is going to challenge her. She is in her strong mom era, her muscle mommy era. Like she wants to get lean, ripped, shredded. Oh my gosh, my arms I can't, I like, I have to change how I'm sitting because, woo. Um, so be on the lookout. This release, listen, this is a full on program that I'm planning right now. And I cannot just, I cannot film more than <laughs> one or two of these over the matter of a couple of days because they are rocking me. Like I am doing the workouts with you. I know a lot of other workout programs will just write out the exercises, maybe show pictures. And I can see why they do that because it's easy. (laughs) It's easier for them. They don't have to film themselves. I could turn around a program so fast, but I like to do the workouts with you and go through each rep, talk to you through these workouts. So man, it's hard though. It's going to take me some time. So be patient. I'm also going to start a Ooh, an early access, a pre-sale. If you are interested in this program and you want first dibs, you want, you are at the door waiting to get in because you know, this is going to be, this is going to be good. I'm flexing right now. (laughs) Just wait. My muscles are going to get bigger and I'm going to get stronger just by filming these workouts because they are so good. It's a lot of focus on, um, muscle strength, overall strength. Um, building that muscle and then really burning, burning it out with some hit and cardio workouts. Okay. Whew. Okay. So I just wanted to fill you in on that. And speaking of heading into summer and workouts, our summer challenge is kicking off on June 11th, June 11th. Let the countdown begin. We are a few weeks out and this challenge is only available to Mom Fuel members. So this is the time to jump into Mom Fuel. You are not going to want to miss this workout. Once you're in, the challenge is free. You get access to the entire thing. You get 
entered to win the prizes at the end. It is a six-week challenge. It'll hold you accountable heading into the summer. It's going to go from June 11th to July 22nd. So it's a nice, solid stretch of summer that I'm going to make the workouts short enough for you to get them done before you head to the beach or the pool or out with the kids. Um, You could do them with very minimal equipment. So you can do these while you're on vacation or you know, maybe some of them you can even do at outside at a playground. Um, when you're traveling, they are going to be very accessible workouts to hold you accountable and just keep you in a routine that will let you feel good this summer. You know, I always feel better when I'm, even when I'm on vacation or, you know, just having some downtime. If I move my body in the beginning of the day, 15, 20 minutes, I have a much more productive, a better, even like if we're chilling on the beach, like I am going to feel better. My digestion's better. If I'm doing my workouts as short as they might be, um, whether it's cardio strength or sculpt core, even it, it feels good. I feel so much better. I feel more like myself. I know the summertime, like our routines get thrown out the door, especially if you have like school age kids, even preschool. And now we're <laughs> trying to fill up the day with time. It is so hard to stay on a routine. So I'm going to be here. I'm going to be right here with you inside of mom fuel doing the summer challenge. I'll put the details below. You can jump in mom fuel now, start working out with us. And then the summer challenge will go live on June 11th. Okay. Do not be late. (laughs) Don't be late six weeks. And like I said, there will be prizes to hold, to keep you motivated. Right. All right. So couple workout updates. Next, let's move into what I watched. Not a whole ton, honestly, really busy (laughs) the past couple weeks, but, and I just felt like there was nothing to watch. Uh, I started one show though, and I've fallen asleep twice watching it and I cannot get through it, (laughs) but I think the concept um, could be interesting if it was, if it was better edited, maybe it's called don't, uh, nobody speak. It's about Hulk Hogan's Hulk Hogan had an SEX tape get released and actually um, it was so so bizarre and I don't even remember this happening, but his best friend's wife is who the tape is with and his best friend had a camera set up above the bed that filmed the whole thing. So yes, yes, that's right. You're hearing it right. Hulk Hogan and his best friend's wife had, I'm trying to like censor this, a SEGS tape and the best friend released it. Um, and there was like this kind of controversy around like, did Hulk Hogan know about it? Did he want that to happen? Cause his career was kind of gone and he was looking for like something to put him back in the limelight. Um, but then he sued this media outlet and that, the whole thing, wh- why I wanted to watch it is because it's about, they're trying to say it's like freedom of speech and that the media outlet should be able to post whatever they want because it's freedom of speech, which I'm like, wow, that is such a violation of like someone's privacy um, and, and the court trial. And it's also interesting because it took place here in Florida. So I love everything that's like nearby me because I know where they're talking about when they say St. Petersburg, Clearwater, Tampa. That's where Hulk Hogan actually lives. His name is Terry. I forget his last name. Uh, but yeah, so they're trying to say, you know, if, if Hulk Hogan wins this trial, it, and they have to shut down this media outlet, it will, it'll sacrifice some of our rights for freedom of speech because basically like it's bringing cancel culture back or it's like trying to 
push cancel culture. Like if you say something we don't like, we can cancel you. We can take away your business. We can just cancel you. So anyways, I have not finished it yet. Like I said, it is, I don't know if it's the people that are kind of like telling their sides, but it is, it's just not pulling me in like I wanted to. Like I said, I started it. I wouldn't recommend per se, but like if that sounds like something you want to just tune in on Netflix, it's right there. I'm excited for Selling Sunset new season. It came out on, or it's coming out on May 19th. I am currently right now waiting for that to be released, but now, right now in this moment you're listening, it is it is out there. So Selling Sunset is for you if you liked the hills back in the day. Um and you love beautiful houses. I started watching the show when it was more about the houses. So it's these women in like Beverly Hills and Los, is it Los Angeles? I don't know. Just, you know, Southern California selling these multi, multi, multi-million dollar homes. It's beautiful seeing the houses. I also love seeing what the realtors wear because they dress so chic and cute. But then they also like have the drama between them of like, who said what and you know oh she's getting married and oh her husband oh my gosh but it's real it's it's a reality show you can definitely tell it's like scripted at least to a degree not scripted but like staged it is very staged um but I my favorite character on the show her name is Chriselle and she was married to Justin, I forget his last name. He played in the show This Is Us. He was one of the brothers. Why am I blanking on his name? Kevin. Kevin from This Is Us. His name is Justin in real life. And they were married for like years and years and he left her. And it was during season one of the show. So they, so that's like real life. And it's like, what? He left her? She's like such a catch. And you never would have thought, I don't know. Anyway, so I'm getting into it. The, the seasons have progressed a lot and the people have changed and they just have a new season. And I, it's something I'm finally excited about. I'm like, I haven't been excited about a show since um, Love is Blind. So something to, you know, if you want some new trash TV to watch, Selling Sunset on Netflix. All right. And some things I've been using recently. Um, I, I still haven't gotten my overnight beauty sleep the serum and the the moisturizer. It's like an overnight treatment from Tula. I ordered it, has not come in yet. So instead I've been using, it's called F-Bomb, but it's bomb like B-A-L-M. I'll link it below. It is from Drunk Elephant and it's an overnight mask. Now that I say that, I'm like, I haven't washed it off from last night. I should probably do that. Uh, But it's just super, super moisturizing. It drenches your skin. I feel like most night creams don't do it. I need like that extra treatment. So that's why I do the Tula Beauty Sleep. And right now, like I'm doing the F-bomb. They sent it to me a while back and I'm I'm like, I got to use this. I need something. So it's working. I love the way it feels. You can get it at Ulta. Like I said, I'll link it below. It's a little cheaper than the Tula one. Although Tula, you can use my discount code, but it's still, I think it's still going to be cheaper. Um, and it has less overall ingredients, but it does the same thing. So that's what's new with a skincare. I also um, kind of shaved off a little bit of my eyebrows on the ends because there's a TikTok trend going around. <laughs> I'll link that below too on my TikTok. I showed doing it. And what convinced me to try it is watching other people 
do it and it instantly gives you a little facelift. Not, listen, it's just, it's so subtle, but I didn't realize my eyebrows were like weighing down my face and they were so long and I never thought that was a bad thing and I still don't think it is, but shortening them up just gave me a little like perk, a little perk to my face. So that's what's going on with that. Um, and then I also ordered more rookie supplements. Rookie, I, I just drank a pro- chocolate protein shake after <laughs> that crazy workout I did. Um, so I'm getting more of that. And I also ordered the recovery packets. I have been missing those so badly, especially now while I am killing my muscles <laughs> with these heavy weights. I need recovery packets more than ever. They have BCAAs. And they have electrolytes that are really going to hydrate you on a cellular level. Oh, it's so good for muscle recovery. I ordered the both flavors, coconut pineapple and watermelon lime. Code Kim15 saves you 15% off your whole purchase. I use my own code too. <laughs> no shame. And then I also got more wake in the strawberry fields flavor because I that is still my favorite. I'm using the peach pineapple and I'm like, oh, I really wish I had strawberry. So I ordered some of that. That is the pre-workout or, I mean, you can drink it just as like an afternoon pick-me-up. It has green tea for the caffeine source and some other, some other really good ingredients that are going to not give you jitters. It's just going to help you focus and give you a steady energy versus that like burst of energy and then a crash, right? It's just going to give you steady energy, no crash after, and you feel more focused. All right, that wraps up just a couple things I wanted to check in with you about. We are going to talk business today. I'm going to answer some questions. We have questions all over the board here. So I want to start off by saying I put up a poll. I was asking who has a business, who wants to start a business, and there was 40%. 40% either already has a small business or it's something you really want to do. So I was surprised that 40% of us are interested in this topic, like really either already in it or, you know, about to be. 30% said you've thought about starting a business. That's a, that's a lot. That's a lot of people. So I really wanted to answer some questions. Um, also I got to hear, (laughs) I asked like, if you have a business, like, what is it? Tell me, um, we've got a virtual event planner. Hold the phone. I am going to message you. Is this Steph? Who is this? Shelby. We, Shelby, <laughs> I'm about to message you right now. We've got an Etsy shop owner. We got Roxy just messaged in saying she's C-section prep and recovery online clinic for women. Roxy is amazing. If you are pre- currently pregnant, if you're planning on having a C-section or if you had one in the past and are looking for scar tissue recovery. Someone said they just started one supporting teachers and parents in special ed. (gasps) Super SP ed support. Okay. I love that. Okay. We've got create affordable craft slash gift items. We have a registered dietitian. Um, a restaurant owner. This is so cool that this is our community right now. And this is from the You're Glowing page. All right. I want to just dive into some questions and I try to ask to be specific. We're going to answer these first ones that came in. All right. So somebody asked how to get started. And that is a very simple answer to start. (laughs) 
<laughs> just start. I think it'd be better if I knew what type of business and then I could give you you know, more thorough steps. But I always, I have done strategy sessions with women who are interested in starting a business. And what we go through is, you know, what, what do you have to offer? What is that? What are your skills that you're hoping to use? So maybe it's um, fitness, for example, I want to use my fitness skills. Okay. Who do you want to help and what problem do they have? If you're able to identify who is the person that you're helping with your skills and what problem are you solving? Who am I helping? I help pregnant women and newly postpartum moms stay fit and healthy during and after pregnancy. The problem I'm solving is, you know, they're either pregnant and struggling to find time to work out. They don't have the energy. They don't know all the modifications. So I break it all down in my fit pregnancy program, right? That is my solution to the problem of not knowing what workouts to do when you're pregnant or not having the energy or time. And then same thing for postpartum. I help postpartum moms get back to their their fitness routine through short, effective core building exercises designed for postpartum, okay? So instead of just jumping back into what you thought you should be doing or not knowing where to start, I'm, I'm here to help you. I live lead it out levels one through three. Here's your 15-week schedule solving the problem, okay? So if you can answer those questions... What skills do you have? Who are you helping? And what problem are you solving for them? That's how to get started. And then from there, developing, or uh, there's a couple, there's a lot of different ways. So I understand like why it's confusing. Like, well, where do I start? Because that is, the question becomes more physical of like, do I make an Instagram account? Do I get a website? Like all these different things for you to do physically. But if you skip that, those core questions of, you know, starting a business, like that's what we need to, to decide first. And then we can come back to that every time. So then uh, it's going to be a matter of, well, what is your product? What are, what are you offering? And where is it going to best serve people? Is it going to be in person? Like I could be doing this. I could offer my service out in public at a gym. Um, I could do live meetups. I could do one-on-one training, or is it going to be virtual? Like, with a website and an Instagram account or YouTube, right? So it's, it, it varies and depends. Is it something that you could do via podcast or audio like this? So someone could be listening to your advice or your feedback, your mentorship. What is It's, it's going to be different depending on the business. But I mean, having something online for people to find you, Instagram is great. TikTok is, is booming right now. Um, it's great and easy for people to search and share. I know a lot of people don't even use Google anymore or YouTube. They're going to TikTok if they're looking for an eyebrow tutorial (laughs) because they know they're going to get it. They're going to get it quick and they're going to be able to see how many other people have tried it, liked it. You get the point. So we are very virtual people. We are in this, we have a huge resource at our fingertips called social media and yes it can be damaging at times in a dark rabbit hole but what's important is if you are getting your problem and solution out there you're saying if you struggle with this I offer a solution like this for you and people are looking online okay so don't underestimate that oh I just cracked my 
thumb knuckle. And then, you know, you obviously want to have that product or that service that you're offering mapped out. You know, this is how long it's going to be. This is what it's going to look like. Um, this is how they will purchase it. You have to get those types of things set up, whether you're using PayPal, Venmo, Stripe, just some way to for people to pay you. You have to have that set up. And then, um, you know, get, get going official. Like, let's make it official. You can apply for an LLC um, or an S-Corp, depending, probably an LLC first. Um just legal legalizing your business <laughs> because I think in some it depends on the state you're in, but I'm pretty sure they've made it. You know, if you make more than six hundred dollars, you're supposed to claim it on your taxes. Which listen, if that sounds stressful to you, let me remind you that you can now have business expenses. Everything that you pay for online. We, like your website, or if you pay for an upgraded Gmail account or Zoom plan, whatever you're paying for that you're using for your business, even Canva. Like I have the Canvas, what is the upgraded thing called? Supreme? I don't know. <laughs> Sorry. I have the version of Canva that you have to pay for. It's like $15. That's a business expense. So you can write all of these off on your taxes, which is very fun and exciting. It's like one of the pros to, you know, taxes. Okay. So that, those are the how to get started answers. I would love to chat more if you want to share more details. So that was from D Nika. Okay. Somebody asked how to prevent burnout as a small business owner. Oh my goodness. Well, I'm also assuming you're a mom, but any business owner, you have to set boundaries. This question, it comes because small business owners, we don't, most of us, we don't have an office to go to. We are working out of our homes, our bedrooms, our home office, maybe the basement, maybe it's the attic. Like we are in our houses all of the time. And then when, you know, the kids are home or waking up from their naps, now we're just in the kitchen, but we're, we can see our work from across the room. If you're like me, you're like, you're like, yes, yes, I get that. Like it, it doesn't, there's no shut down time. Like we don't shut the laptop. We can, you can shut it off and walk away, but your brain is still thinking, okay, I got to send that email. Oh, I forgot to do this. Oh, you know what I could do? I could blah, 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 blah. And we are thinking all of the time, which is such a gift. Let's just recognize that for a second. Like being a creative person is such a gift. And I'm so grateful that my mind constantly has good ideas and amazing thoughts swirling around. However, when I know I'm about to hit burnout is when those thoughts are taking over the present moment when I'm not working, when I'm out with the girls, when I'm at a playground, when we go to gymnastics and my mind is thinking about all the things I have to do or all the things I could be doing. That is when I am feeling a lot of stress and tension and I'm like, I can't, I can't do it all. But also I think you might be thinking burnout, like you are working that late night. What's that saying? <laughs> You're riding the late night train of, you know, put the kids to bed. All right. I can get four or five hours of work in. I'll go to bed at one o'clock in the morning and I won't get much sleep, but at least I'll get work done. And then you wake up the next day. You have to be mom. You have to fulfill orders or check emails. And like, you're trying to do it all. And you're absolutely exhausting yourself. Now there, I don't want to promote that. 
(laughs) and I don't, I mean, like I need my sleep, but there is a time for really pushing yourself in your business. And then there's a time when you can just sit back. Okay. And you want to be just have this awareness, be super mindful of, am I pushing myself right now? And if I am, is it the best use of my time? For example, when I was doing the, the fit pregnancy or any, any time I've ever filmed workouts up until now, I would have to wake up at five o'clock in the morning. It was okay. So for back, let's rewind for fit pregnancy. I was filming workouts at five o'clock in the morning, pregnant. I would shower, get Ayla ready and go to my teaching job. Okay. So that was, it was a push season for me, but I had the crunch of like, I'm having a baby in six weeks. So I want to get this done. I was super motivated. I loved doing it. And I never felt like I was pushing myself beyond what I could. Now, if I had been staying up late at night and doing that in the morning and like, I had, I had the awareness of like, I, I have a life. I have a child. I am a pregnant woman. I I have a husband. Like I have these relationships that I want to, you know, keep thriving. And that's the thing about being a small business owner is you want to have a small business so that you can enjoy the time with your family. Okay. So figuring out what that balance is going to look like. A couple things I have had to do is outsourcing work. I had to have someone scanning my emails and even DMs for customer support. Like anyone that was asking a really important question, I I was missing so many DMs that I was like, oh, if she would have emailed me, I would have seen it. And also now with my emails, someone that can go through and say like, okay, this is for you. You have to respond to this. But someone who can answer like really basic questions for me so that I can spend more time on the things that only I can do. So outsourcing, what can you outsource? So for example, if I film my own workouts, I could have, I could send them off for someone to edit and upload and make them look really fancy. And I mean, I, I do most of that myself, but for some, for others, maybe someone who's just starting out and it's not a workout, they're filming like a YouTube video and they film a bunch of clips and they're like, Hey, can you edit this for me? So instead of you spending two and a half hours going through content editing and you're trying to learn it all yourself, right? Someone else can do that in a fraction of the time for a small fee. You're going to have to pay these people. So (laughs) um, I didn't outsource until, until my business was profitable. Like I was making money before I hired someone to help me. I very much figured out every thing in my business. But like my podcast, for example, this is something I outsource because I could spend an extra two, three hours a week editing. And I had, I would have had to teach myself the whole uploading process. I mean, I think I could, I know, I know I could do it myself, but I'm able to hand it to someone else who does this for fun. Like she enjoys doing it. She knows how to do it. She trained herself and, and it saves me time and it, and it's paying I get to pay her. She's another mom. So think of it that way too. If you're like nervous to like outsource, like you get to support someone else's small business. Okay. So whether it's a virtual assistant or someone specific to help you, maybe like you're doing your Etsy shop and you need someone who's just two days a week packaging and shipping the items for you. 
or maybe it's a social media manager because you have that you're a restaurant owner and you want to spend your time getting to know your customers and create new menus. And it would just be super helpful to someone have someone take over social media that really knows what to post and how to post and to connect with and engage with the audience virtually. Okay. So those are just a few tips on how to prevent burnout. Just being super, super aware. Okay. Somebody asked, how do you find the time to just sit quietly and focus slash organize thoughts and ideas with littles? It's so, okay. So basically how do I get anything done with little ones? I used to, like I said, wake up super early and that was my like alone, quiet time in the morning, uh, taking advantage of nap times. And then of course, when they're, when they're sleeping at night. (laughs) So basically anytime that they're sleeping, but, um, I was also depending on the season and their age and stage. I could, while they were awake, maybe playing with some toys on the floor or in one of their bouncy seats, rocker seats, Or even now, like when the girls are playing quietly together, I can jot down some notes or respond to an email. But I know for myself, I can't rely on that anymore. (laughs) I cannot rely on it because I don't know when someone's going to need me or be screaming. And I don't want to be in work mode when my kids need me. I just, I don't like that. It makes me feel sad and stressed. Like I'm sad for them thinking like, oh, my mom is too busy. And then I also get stressed thinking like, ah, I have no time to do this. So what I've had to do is separate the two. And I'm like, this is my mom mode. And then this is my work mode. So I have my couple days a week when the girls are at preschool, my little ones. And and those are my work days, which I'm like, summer is coming. Those are good to be gone. We are going to be traveling. I don't have, (laughs) I'm going to be like, Hey babe, you got to take for the girls take the girls for a couple hours. I need to get, um, some things done. (laughs) I need to film. I need to check in. I need to whatever. Okay. So I need to separate my, myself from them in order to have this quiet time. I do still, I've been trying to get up early in the morning and that feels really nice, but that's kind of like my quiet. Like I don't have to be thinking about work. I don't have to be responding to anyone. That's just like my time. Cause I don't, also don't get a lot of that. Um, yeah, it's like, geez, we make time for our kids. We make time for our work. How often are you making time to be alone? Very rarely. So I, and I also like want to remind you that you can have amazing, great ideas and start to organize your thoughts at any time. You I need a pen and paper, just start writing things down because when they're all jumbled in our brain, that is when that stress starts to kick in, right? If you see it down on paper, or at least for me, getting out of my head and onto paper reduces stress, but also helps me physically see it and organize it in a way that I can't in my mind. All right, Roxy asked, a most effective way to reach larger audience outside of Instagram. Hmm. Most effective way to reach larger audience? Well, I would just immediately say TikTok because that is another social media platform that you can get on easily. You can post just as easily and you're more likely to be seen over there. The TikTok algorithm is quite different. But somebody asked, how do you grow your Instagram following? So my Instagram took off in 2019 or 2018, 2019. No, (laughs) 
I have to go back in time. Um, yeah, when I had Rosie, that's when I hit 10,000 followers. I was posting consistently. I was posting about pregnancy, exercise, um, and then postpartum. And then it grew from, it just snowballed. It really did. I just made it very clear who my account was for, who I wanted around was other moms, right? Like my page is not for, not for the trolls. Okay. I also made that clear. Like I, I, I have been and continue to be positive. I want to be a source of light and happiness so that you, when you come to my page, you know, you're going to leave feeling happier. And also I want people who, who have that affect themselves coming to my page. And I do. And I feel like now we are all like-minded mamas or soon-to-be mamas or future moms. And I just, yeah, that has been my community and we have grown together. How do you grow your Instagram following? You have a community. Create a community. Or I know some people use the word niche. Like what's your niche going to be? I have another friend who... I saw her name Nikki. I'm the worst with remembering handles, but she is about, she's a fit, fit ish mom. Like she talks about, you know, I'm going to drink a margarita and then I'm going to go do arms tomorrow, or I'm going to do my workout in the morning. But then I also might have French toast after it, but like, it's about balance. Like that's her thing. For me, I focus on pregnancy and postpartum quick, effective workouts at home for moms. So we're similar, but different. Do you, do you see that? Like some people would relate to her versus me or me versus her. It depends on your season, but that's just one example. So find your community, speak to them. So what can, how are you connecting to them? Is it through the struggles that you faced through the accomplishments or like how you feel after you do a short workout or how you feel doing a workout with your kids. <laughs> Maybe it's something, a humor. What, what do you think is funny? And then also showing really who you are as a person, like little things. Like this is what I order. This is how I make my coffee. Because people want to know what, or like how does Kim make her coffee? Let me show you. <laughs> and then, okay, so show me like the little, little bits of your life. Like what does your... What does your nightstand look like? Is it does it have a water bottle on it like mine? <laughs> what do we have in common? That's what people are looking for when they're online. Can I see myself in you? Or is there part of you that just feels relatable and gives me that like girl next door energy, like big sis? Like I know you, like we would be friends if we lived in the same neighborhood for sure. And oh my gosh, I wish I wish you lived in my neighborhood because my neighborhood is is it could use a person like you. Oh, I'm just going to say that. Okay. I could use more moms that like want to go for a stroller walk. Oh, that would be so nice. Okay. So then how can you teach them something? I grew my account by educating. When you can teach somebody like a little bit, like just the smallest little fact, like today I shared on Instagram that postpartum actually lasts between two and seven years depending on the woman and research has proven this. It's two to seven years. Did you know that postpartum isn't like a six week period or a three month or whatever? It is a two to seven year period of a woman's life after she has a baby. When you teach someone something, it lights up their dopamine receptors because they're, they're learning something new and they're like, Ooh, this feels good. And they want to learn more and they want to come back to your page. 
So what can you teach them? Also, how can you entertain them? Like what's going to make them want to come back? Maybe it's that educational piece. I have friends that like only post workouts every single day in their feed, but that might be a cool page to visit. If you're like, I don't know what workout to do. Let me go to her page and pick a workout. There's that. Um, for me, I do it daily in my stories. I'm posting my workout. I show modifications. I'm giving my bump day tips every Wednesday, come back every Wednesday. So what, what's going to keep them coming back? Um, I'm trying to think of other tips. I mean, yes, there's like this crazy algorithm and you want your reels to go viral, but what it comes down to is like I said, what's going to keep people coming back? Why should they follow you? Not, not try not to sound like a rude thing. <laughs> Cause if somebody asked me like, why should I follow you? I'm like, well, you, you should, you shouldn't unless you're pregnant or a new mom looking for short and effective workouts to do at home. And you want to see that real life, honest motherhood mixed in there. I'm talking potty training. I'm talking kitchen being a mess. <laughs> Like that's, that's me. You're not going to see your Pinterest. I'm not a Pinterest mom. That's what you're going to get. And you come back here when you want someone to, to be real with you, (laughs) someone to be real and someone to work out with you and motivate you. That's what I'm here for. All right. That's how to grow your Instagram. That's, that's what I got. Also connecting with similar accounts. Like I just listed off a couple or I was referencing them. I feel like, you know, linking arms with other women who are doing similar things as you. Like I, like I've worked with dietitians and sleep consultants, not only for my business, but to support them on social media and, and also share their knowledge. And if people are sharing what, what you have to say to their accounts, That's putting you in front of a whole new audience of people. So don't be afraid to to link up with other women who are doing something similar or maybe that just complements what you're doing. Uh, Okay, next question. What lighting and sound do you use to record your videos? Okay, for sound, um, for my podcast, I have this Yeti. It says blue. It's a microphone. It says blue. It is not blue though. It's black. I kind of wish I got the white one. I think this was cheaper, but I only use this for podcasts. <laughs> I tried getting a microphone for my workouts and it was not a good time. Asked my mom, feel girls. I was like, you guys, does this sound okay? They're like, no, Kim, it sounds like l- loud, but muffled at the same time. Like, yeah. So we tried that. I, I could get another like clip on microphone. It's just hard Cause you can hear my breathing and I don't want you to hear that. Um, and then, so I just use my phone. I use my iPhone to record my workouts, to post on Instagram, to take almost all of our pictures. I've worked with a photographer a handful of times just to get, you know, some really nice pictures for my programs. And then I have a tripod light uh, is that what it's called? A ring light, a ring light, and it has a phone holder on it. So I do have that. And I've used all different tripods and ring lights. This one's from Amazon. It's broken. It's not perfect. So I want, I, I'll try to link that for you, the, the, the light and then my microphone. Um, actually, I have this on my favorites page on my website. I'm pretty sure if you want to check out like other business tools I use, it's, that's really it. I say that now, but I'm probably, I probably have way more, (laughs) 
But yeah, I use a, a ring light. And that's really, that's, that's really it. If you have good lighting, you don't even need a ring light, but most of us, we need like a little bit, just a little brightness to lighten up the scenery. Okay. Oh my goodness. Last. Okay. One more question here. This is a specific one. Someone asked how to start a clothing line. And that's a great question. I, I have done a clothing line, but it has been through a company that creates clothing lines for people. So they have access to the designers. They have access to all the equipment needed. They have access to, you know, they have the website and the, the drop shipping type of stuff going on. So that is really the only experience I have had with a clothing line. Okay. That's not true. Hold on. (laughs) So that's number one. You can work with a company. The one I worked with is called So So You. Like S E W, like sewing. So, so you. They had reached out to me asking if I was interested, and I am so glad I did that. We've been trying to, oh, I should say, they have been really like him. We should do another. We should do another. And I just haven't had the time, which is such a bad excuse because it really isn't that much of my time. I just, I'm sorry, I haven't done it in a while. Um, it, it is work though. Like creatively, it feels so fun to make and work on. Um, but when I spend time on that, I feel like I'm saying, if I say yes to this, I'm saying no to something else where, and it's so hard for me cause I want to do everything. So to be determined if there will be another full, like athletic wear clothing line, other ways you can do it. I have worked with a local print shop that does have the, I don't even know if drop shipping is the correct terminology, but I would make up some designs. I picked out the garments. I went in there. I tried them on. We played around with the size of the logos. I had a crop windbreaker. So cute. And some crop hoodies. I had hats and water bottles and any, anyone can do this at a local print shop. This one was really cool though, because they would just like, if someone ordered one, they could just make the one and ship it out or other other printing shops, especially smaller printing shops, they need bulk orders of like 50 or more sometimes. And then if you have to buy that inventory and then they, then they ship them out. And that's tricky because how many size smalls are we going to need? How many size mediums? How many large? Okay. All of the mediums sold out. And now we have two smalls and two large, you know, it's, it's a, it's a game. And I, I, I haven't been there. I've been so fortunate to have the, 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 I don't, I'm just going to call it drop shipping where they are able to ship on demand. That was really cool. And then I stopped working with them, but then I started with Printify. So I have a, your glowing shop. I'm going to link that below. I don't think I've shared it yet. Oh my gosh. The your glowing merch shop is open. You can get your hats. You can get cell phone cases on there. We've got shirts, sweatshirts with the little glow logo. She is so cute. She is so cute. So that is one of the ways you can make your own clothing line. But these are not very, these are not (laughs) unique in the sense that like it's a a one-of-a-kind sweatshirt that you cannot find anywhere else other than the design on it, right? So if you're looking to make your own pieces from scratch, I am not sure how to do that. I will admit, I don't know, but I know that it's possible. I know that it's possible. And I feel like if we start Googling it, 
Okay. Google it, or maybe reach out to a smaller business owner that has done it themselves and see if you can find, find more and keep asking questions. Ask people like me, maybe not me because I I shared what I know. Okay. (laughs) But there's other women out there. My friend Kelsey at move mama apparel, you can reach out to her. Um, she's done it. And then, yeah, there's a few others that I can like think of, think of like what, like I'm wearing buff bunny. So Heidi, I think her last name is Summers. Like she made, designed and manufactured her own clothing line. I have no idea how she did it, but it doesn't hurt to send a few messages out and keep asking questions because most business owners want to help other business owners. It's amazing. Like I would love to, to share everything I know with you. I love answering these questions. And then I also like asking them to other, other women that I see, like, I don't, you better believe I am on the phone with Samantha day three times a week, asking her a question about her business or my, (laughs) I'm like, so have you seen, or I'll tell her, Sam, I'm going to try posting this on my Instagram. And this is what, (laughs) Please tell me if I'm crazy. Like I asked her that three days a week, honestly. That is what I have for you. That is what I have for you. One more thing I'll say. We are leaving this week and midweek for the weekend, Memorial Day. We are heading north. We are heading up north. We're going to be in New York. Then we're going to be in Massachusetts. Hit me up if you're going to be around. I want to still plan a get-together Saturday morning, June 3rd. Be on the lookout on my Instagram stories for more details on that. I am nervous. (laughs) I don't know why I've never, or I haven't done a meetup, a workout meetup in a long time. And, um, yeah, follow along for more details on that. June 3rd, Saturday, Massachusetts. It's a small place. You can get anywhere in an hour and it'll be central mass. So bring the baby or get a sitter. We're going to hang out. We're doing it. It's happening. Oh my gosh. It's happening. I'm going to talk to Shelby because she's an event planner and she knows how to (laughs) plan things like this. All right. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for being here. I'm happy to answer your business questions. If I put up another box soon, I would love to hear more specifics on where you're at with your business ideas. Thank you for coming and I'll see you in the next one. Bye.